Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that dances the dance of brotherly love. My name is Joe, and I have with me my Amore twins. <laughs> and they go by the names of Sequel. The podcast that is made from real Girl Scouts. And Corey. The podcast that's a homicidal maniac. We look like everybody else. Since we don't have any emails or reviews or anything, let's just jump into what else we watched this week. Corey, what did you watch in your time away? So, I uh, spent a good bit of Saturday doing just, like, movie time with the fam. We just sat on the couch and, like, threw on things that we had backlogged on the DVR. One of them was rewatching the first episode of the season of Doctor Who, because Jodie Whittaker is amazing, and... That's the name of the new Doctor? Yes. She is awesome. But the movies that I watched were uh, Game Night... Finally got around. Okay, that's the one. That's the that's one. The one. <laughs> really fucking funny. That's good. That it was good. Uh, I think the ending became a little too much for me. Yeah. It, it got a little convoluted there. It went I was so like, weird with it. They went so, so weird. They went, like, meta, for lack of better terms. They went, like, real meta with it. Kind of. And, yeah. Doesn't matter. It's good. And then I also watched Passengers. How is that? Because I've heard very mixed things about it. I hate I, I hate the premise of the movie. Okay. Like, hardcore. Like, it just bothers me. What about it bothers you? So, he just woke up another hot person to have sex with during his remaining days because he was by himself. That's what bothers me about Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, I would say I loved the movie myself, personally, but I... So... I know I talked about it on the podcast before, but I'm a huge fan of Sirens of Titan by Kurt Vonnegut, and Passengers is very similar to that, and, like, there's, like, a bunch of the themes that they kind of touch on that it, it's that. Like, it, like so at the end of Sirens of Titan, after, like... Spoilers. The lead character goes through everything. <laughs> Him and his quote-unquote predestined wife end up on a planet together... And they just, like, she hates him, but they end up falling in love anyways. Like, it's just kind of, they realize that the only way they were going to get through life was if they did it together. Which isn't the greatest love story on the planet, I get it. But, like, I don't know, I just felt like it it was very reminiscent. It was as if I was watching Sirens of Titan, the movie. So I kind of liked it. That part of the movie is definitely problematic, though. There's no arguing that. It's very well... Casted. I like Michael Sheen a lot. I like Chris Pratt. And it's three characters. Jennifer Is Michael Lawrence. Sheen the bartender? Michael yeah. Sheen's the bartender. Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Pratt. Lawrence Fishburne's in it for about six six to ten minutes. I like all those people a lot. I just yeah. can't get over how bad of a premise. <laughs> so, <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that, the only reason I give it, I, I'll give it anything, was that they at least set up the alternative right before he wakes her up. I don't know, he still ruins her life. Oh, uh, for sure. That's, that's what's... And that, and again, and again, if you, like, I'm, if you read Sirens of Titan, you'll get what I'm saying. Like, the exact same thing happens to the, the, the lead female character in that book. Yeah. Not an ideal circumstance. Not ideal. Nonetheless, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I get why people didn't like it, but I liked it. Those are the biggies. Was it? I'm watching a lot of Parks and Rec on the train, but that's about it. More Chris Pratt. Uh, I jumped, like, into the middle of it. Because I don't need to watch, like, the first two seasons when they're doing, like, all the character development and introducing You know them. the characters. I know them already. I want to get to the good shit. 
Just watch the YouTube clips of Ron Swanson. That's all you need. Best of Ron Swanson. You know what the craziest part is? Like, as I'm watching the episodes, I'm just waiting for the good Ron Swanson moments. So when they have it, I'm like, ha! There it is! Here comes, here comes. He just said, I want all the eggs and bacon you have. He's spinning around in the circle desk and the he's falling. (laughs) (laughs) I watched the episode today where he got sick. Oh my god, that was a good one too. Sexual history, epic (laughs) and private. Your cholesterol is 120. What is cholesterol? <laughs> How many drinks did you have last week? One. Just one? One shelf. <laughs> You've had one drink, one shelf. Seagull, what did you watch? I didn't have a lot of time to watch things this past week. I started making a murder season two. It's not that good. I don't recommend it. I don't really want to talk about it. I watched a movie called... It, it sounded very obvious. <laughs> it's the same case. It's just... If you liked the first season and you kept up with the case, like... Most of us did. Well, like, everyone did. You're not... It's nothing new. I, I'm like, I got like four episodes in. I don't see how they're getting ten episodes out of this, but... I think the biggest... I'm going to watch all ten of them because I want to see if they do somehow manage to pull something out of their ass, but... Gross. Yeah. The only thing that the, that this season does that's worth a damn is actually follows Stephen Avery's high-profile post-conviction attorney. Like, yeah, but again, that's all news articles and shit, though. I know yeah. about her. I don't care. Like, it's, yeah, but you know what? There's nothing new. She she brought up the thing about the where the burn barrels were found, and like that timeline, and that I hadn't read that timeline yet. So that was something new. But again, like that's thirty seconds to two minutes in the five hours I've watched so far. So yeah, there's nothing new in it. It's just nah. all right. That was it was a letdown. I watched a movie called Broadcast News. I really like that. I've never heard of that. It's, it's a, I guess a dramedy. It has William Hurt, Holly Hunter, and Albert Brooks in it. It's really funny. I recommend it. Hmm. I like journalism movies a lot. And this one, like, gets it right. There's not a lot of, like, um, inaccuracies in it from, like, uh, like the, the occupation of the, ca- occupations of the characters. Basic premise is, uh, William Hurt is a news anchor. He's dumb. He doesn't have the knowledge that reporters in his field has. He just looks really good and delivers the news really well. He's Ron Burgundy. As long as he has someone in his ear. Yeah. Telling him what to say. So yes, literally Ron Burgundy. Holly Hunter is the uh, producer of the news program. And she is really smart. And she thinks people like William Hurt are really dangerous because they don't know what they're talking about and they sensationalize the news. Do they have a romance? Yeah, it's a love triangle with Albert Brooks, who is not that good looking, and he is incredibly smart, is incredibly intelligent, is a field reporter, and he is in love with Holly Hunter, and Holly Hunter is physically attracted to William Hurt, and William Hurt is like, I can take or leave Holly Hunter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's so, not really a triangle. It's like a some kind of weird shape. But, no, because she, she... Like a trapezoid. She... Holly Hunter talks to... Good, good choice of trapezoid. It's wrong, though. It's Holly Hunter points. talks to William Hurt like no one else has talked to William Hurt before. So he's intrigued by Holly Hunter, I should say. Well, he's never told me I did a bad job before. <laughs> well, he knows he's dumb, but no one calls him dumb. And it's uh, it's just it's interesting. It's very well acted, um, really funny too. There's one scene in particular that's uh, um, Albert Brooks gets a shot to anchor the news, 
and he gets a, a, a case of flop sweat, like really, really bad. I was going to jokingly say sweaty, so Like nice. really sweaty, but, but like not over-the-top sweaty, but like believable, where like the cameramen are like snickering, like, are, are you seeing this? And like between takes, people run up to him with like a towel. It's, 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 it's pretty funny. So uh, I recommend it, though. Give it a watch. It's a, it's, a, it's a good movie. Joe, what have you been watching? I watched some things. I watched two movies and a show. The first thing of the show, I watched uh, Atypical, Season 2. It's a Netflix show about an autistic guy and, like, his family. Oh, interesting. It's very entertaining. Who's in it? Uh, Michael Rappaport's the dad. I like Michael Rappaport. I don't really know anyone else in it by name. Michael Rappaport's a good actor. I like him. Yeah, I like him, too. It's an entertaining show, and... uh, the main guy, Sam, and his friend, Zahid, are, like, the best friends in the best way. <laughs> and I enjoy that in things. And uh, the movies I watched, uh, I watched The House on Haunted Hill, the original one from 19-whatever. Oh, that's a good one. This the remake, I was terrible. I, it looks terrible. I saw it's the trailer awesome. for it. It it's looks terrible. Awful, not not great. You it, like it? It's a good premise. It's a very dated movie, like, it, it's so hokey, like, it's incredible to look back and be, like, this terrified people when they saw it, because it was kind of hilarious to me. Yeah, a lot of old, I mean, even the classic Thrasher movie, like, Slasher, Thrasher, Slasher movies are the same, are the same way. Like, I watch, like, a regular, like, Halloween, I'm like, I get why people may have thought this was scary, but this is just, this is almost ridiculous. Well, the first Halloween is kind of, like, revolutionary for the time. No, no, absolutely. I get it. I, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just so over the top that I just don't find it scary at all. That was gory as fuck, though. It <laughs> is very gory. <laughs> but I think that's the thing. I think people mistake, like, something that'll, like, make you queasy for something that's scary. This did neither. Yeah. Just made me laugh. Fair. It was a cool premise, though. I'm sure it was good. I mean, it was good. It's not like it was poorly done, but I'm sure it was much better at the time. And then the other movie I watched was the original RoboCop. Wow. I've okay. never seen that. That is really? not a good movie. What? Yeah. It's, it's really not. It's fun watching that movie and uh, oh, as, a, it was, as a kid. I mean, it was fun, but like, it's not a good movie. Get your head out of your ass. That movie's a Remember when, uh, classic. Challenge. Watch it again now. When Steve Urkel right, becomes yeah. like, like the, makes a robot to help Carl fight crime. In Family Matters. I don't remember that episode. I remember watching that episode and we're like, wow, that's really cool. My parents telling me, like, oh, it's just like RoboCop. So I'm like, what's RoboCop? So we rented RoboCop. And I remember watching as a kid. This is just it, like Family Matters. It's so inappropriate <laughs> for, like, a kid, but, like, I didn't, like, understand anything. Oh, yeah. And, like, years later, I'm like, wow, that was cocaine. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it is not a... Kid friendly movie. Not at all. All of our parents let us. People get brutally murdered in that movie, like in in comedic style, almost because it's so over the top. It is the opening. The opening scene where he dies is ridiculous. Oh yeah, like that one is. Gets shot so many times. Or the even before that, when the the drone prototype screws up and shoots that guy about a million times. (laughs) Give or take. Then they try to call paramedics as if that guy had any chance of living. (laughs) Oh god, I forgot about the paramedic part. Oh, he got shot like a, literally, not literally, but so many times. Like this, no, I think it's okay. It all culminates in the best thumbs up ever in movie history. <laughs> it was worth it. Is it the best thumbs up in movie history? It's the funniest one I've ever seen. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> it's so. Random. I actually have an answer for best thumbs up in. What movie. is it? Terminator Two. I haven't seen that movie in so long. That I don't remember is... the thumbs up. Is it? 
Is it Arnold? Yeah, as he's as he's going into the lava. That's like, yep, that is the best thumbs up in movie history. That is one of my favorite. But it's the funniest. It's one of my favorite gifts. It's like when my friends ask me how my life is going. (laughs) Like, and the thing is, it's like so he's like reaching up, and then it turns into a thumbs up. Yeah, because he's holding the the, like his fingers twist in to turn into the thumb. Good times. They made a lot of RoboCop movies, and I think they're all available on Prime. Four. There's like a lot of. Straight-to-DVD ones? Yeah, there's a lot really? of, like, feature-length things that I never heard of. There's, like, seven on there. That's They'll have weird wow. titles that aren't, like, a number. There's the remake, also. The remake is god-awful. We did the remake for this, didn't we? No, we no, didn't. We talked about it. We talked about we it, talked it probably about it. once. But that movie's real bad. That's got, uh... What's his name? Rick Flagg from Suicide Squad. And I can't remember the actor's name. It's not Joel Edgerton. It's something else. Oh, yeah. It is that dude from, uh... From Suicide Squad, shit. Uh, That's a sad. I think his name is Joel. Joel Kinnaman. Kinnaman, that was it. So that's what we've been watching. I forgot to tell you guys the movie that we're doing. Although it's in the title, and I'm sure you read it when you saw this. But it's The Addams Family. (laughs) What are we doing next week? We didn't pick one. Shit. We'll figure it out. (laughs) It'll be a mystery. I kind of like going as a mystery. Okay. People have no expectation. They don't know what's happening. We just have to decide early on, because... Yeah, no, we can. We can decide after this is over. Okay. If we want, we can nail it down. But that's neither here nor there. (laughs) Let me tell you about The Addams Family. It came out in 1991. It's rated PG-13. It's one hour and 39 minutes long. Its director of The Addams Family was Barry Sonnenfeld who's also directed Adam's Family Values, Get Shorty, Men in Black, Wild Wild West, Big Trouble, MIB2, RV, and MIB3. It's funny that he did Men in Black, because the opening credits are very reminiscent to Men in Black. It's got a style. Oh, yeah. It does have a very Men in Black opening. It stars Angelica Houston, Raul, Raul Julia. I feel like I'm pronouncing that wrong. You got it. Okay, cool. Christopher Lloyd, Christina Ricci... Jimmy Workman, possibly my favorite name actor. Judith Molina. Karel Striukin. The guy who plays Lurch. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Dan Hedaya. Elizabeth Wilson and Dana Ivey. Budgeted at $30 million. It ended up grossing $191 million. Damn. Damn, yeah. Yeah, it did pretty well. $113 million of that domestic. How do people think about this movie? Let's find out. Other than us, you know, the critics and stuff. Rotten Tomatoes, 64%. Fresh. <laughs> Certified gray area. <laughs> Audience, 66%. They're right there with them. IMDb, 6.9 out of 10. Metacritic, 57. And user score not available. Wow, that's all within 10 points of each other. It's crazy. Never happens. Never. And the only other fact is it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Costume Design. It did not win. Bugsy did. Bugsy? Bugsy. Wow. I've never seen that movie, but I did my research this time and looked up the winner because I knew someone would ask. Bugsy is like a... And now I don't get to ask. Like a, I'm sorry. Early gangster movie. Sorry, like Warren Buffett. Warren Beatty. I was going to say Warren Buffett is uh, yeah. not an actor. Warren Beatty. See, what did you think about it? I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid. This is the first time in many, many years. It's good. It's okay. Is it good or is it okay? It's, it's you know, somewhere in between. It earned its gray area, I think is what Sequel's trying to say. I guess you have, to, like, to fully appreciate it, you have to be a fan of The Addams Family. I've never really watched the show. I mean, there was a cartoon on when I was a kid, and 
I, I understand that like the premise of it and all, but um, yeah, it's it's just it's fine. It's a fine movie. I could see it being played before Hocus Pocus and Nightmare Before Christmas on ABC Family. I'm sure <laughs> it is weekly yeah. on uh during the month of October, but uh, yeah, it's just alright. We probably could have found this all on cable. Yeah, like <laughs> this time of the year, we probably could have. Yeah, our library it. Corey. So, I enjoyed this movie a lot as a kid, and watching it this time around, it's not a particularly good movie, but it's still entertaining. It really does earn its middle-of-the-road status, I think. It's, the acting in it's a little ridiculous, but I I feel like that's kind of what you're looking for with the Addams Family anyways. Surprisingly okay story. It's not complex or anything. But it at least is actually trying to tell a story, which, you know, I give it credit for, for a movie that's just about a creepy family. It, you know, some kudos, some brownie points for that. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think this movie's pretty good. I didn't remember it at all from when I was a kid, but I watched it about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And I watched it again for this, so I am well-versed in the Adam's Family lore now. I think the acting's pretty good for what they're trying to portray as a weird, weird, weird family. I think I've seen Adam's weird, Family Values family. way more. So when I was watching it, I kept like, well, when's this going to happen? Where's, I'm like, where's Pubert? <laughs> then I'm like, oh, that's Adam's Family Values. Yeah. I think Adam's Family Values is a much better movie. It's rated higher. I haven't, I've seen like part of Adam's Family Values, but not in a while. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time I actually watched Adam's Family Values. I feel like it's on more, too. I feel like this is on more. I don't know. But I don't watch cable, so it's irrelevant. Whatever's on streaming services. There you go. In this day and age, it's kind of all you're looking for, right? So from here on out, spoilers for The Addams Family. If you haven't seen it yet, I mean, there's not that there's a lot to spoil, but we're going to do it starting right now. The movie from 1991, if you haven't seen it yet, then get your shit together. Turn on ABC Family and... Hey, some people listening to this were probably born in 91, or after, and thank you for listening. That's right. Ah, That's fair, actually. We were only four when it came out. Sequel was probably three. I was three. You young son of a bitch. You're taking over the Frank role. We hate you for your youth. <laughs> I found it a little weird that they chose to start the movie at, like, Christmas time, and it, like, never comes up again. Like, it's not around Christmas again. Like, I don't... They just have the carriers out there just to show that they're, oh, awful, yeah. pe- they're awful people and poor. I have a, like, hot cauldron on it. I yeah. think that might have been just, like, in the past. That might just be a scene, and then we fast forward and they don't tell us. Could be. I have a nitpicky moment that I need to bring up about that okay. scene. Is it? Is it? What, it takes forever. It takes forever, it and does. when you go door to door caroling, you don't face the wrong direction. You face the front of the house. <laughs> <laughs> They're really bad carolers. <laughs> Apparently so. I mean, you have to be a pretty shitty set of carolers to walk up to that particular house at that particular gate and be like, you know what? Yeah, this is where we're going to sing a song. I'm sorry, if I'm a caroler, if I'm with that group of carolers and they walk up and be like, hey, we're going to check, we're going to do to this house, I'm like, you see the gate, right? The gate literally is trying to eat you. I'm going to go, to the, I'm going to go around the block. Let's so you guys to the next house. Face the right way. I, I just... <laughs> but then they'll what? stare at the weird family. So what? They'll, they'll hex them. If, uh, well, apparently, was, apparently if, the alternative is getting like... Some sort of boiling hot liquid poured on them. So. A lot of parents probably saw this with their with their kids, 
And they were probably like, I don't want to see this, but my son wants to see it, so I'm going to sit through this with them. And they're just sitting there watching it, going like, why are the characters facing the wrong way? It takes away from the movie. Just flip them around. <laughs> the funny part is, I didn't even think about that. Because it's such like a short, throwaway, garbage, nothing scene. It's yeah. just, here they are on the roof. My main problem with this movie has really nothing to do with the movie whatsoever. <laughs> is that my back hurt while I was watching it. As an adult male, I love Christina Ricci, and seeing her as a young girl really threw me <laughs> threw me off. She looks exactly like a miniature version of herself. She does. does. Like her face is not yeah. changed at all. It's not changed one bit. No, and like not like I, Christina Ricci's giddy up. Love it. <laughs> I haven't seen Christina Ricci recently. You know, like like adult Christina Ricci in a very long time. I don't know anything she's in. Uh, I mean, just, isn't she in Black Snake Moan? She's in Black Snake Moan. She looks kind of crazy in that. That's, in, that makes sense. She's in a pretty good movie called Prozac Nation. Fuck, I forgot that she was in Sleepy Hollow, too. Heard of her. That's right. She's in a couple movie with Woody Allen and uh, Jason Biggs. It's really weird. That sounds weird. Already. <laughs> I like her, though. And she does a great job in this. Don't get me wrong. She's probably my... She's a very creepy kid. I mean, literally, it looks like the exact same person, just... Mm-hmm. A little bit taller than photo you chose. This is the one. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. She was wearing black. I figured I should probably find one where she's wearing black. Okay. As a fair apples to apples comparison. Apples to apples, you say. I would say she's my favorite character in this movie, too. Yeah. I think her jokes hit more than... Mine is Gomez. I think the, the it's a shame that the actor who played Gomez is dead. Because, like... Raul Julia. I would have loved to see him in more things. He died not too long after this. After, like, yeah, right after Adam Sandler died. I looked, I looked yeah. him up on IMDb and it was like dead at 50, 41 or 51. I was like, Jesus. Plays M. Bison in the. Um, Does he? Yeah, in the Street Fighter, Fighter movie. movie. And he's like literally dying of stomach cancer during that movie. And wow. he looks really weak. Like, M. Bison's not supposed to look weak, but he yeah. looks really weak. But, That's uh, crazy. That's crazy. Gives it all. So I like Gomez in this. He's my favorite character. Called everyone old man. That's right. Even his son. Even Pugsley. <laughs> Pugsley old man. <laughs> yeah. I forgot Christopher Lloyd was in it. Yep. That was the only person I remembered who was in it. I was like, he's Fester, isn't he? I didn't care for the plot of this too much. The plot's fine. The plot is barely there. It's it's an, it's it's there. It's just there enough. For it to be, like, something that comes up once in a while. It's the fact that it's, like, imposter uh, fester, but at the end it isn't. And we don't realize, like, it's kind of glossed over that it isn't. I I actually wrote that down in my notes when I was watching this. It's kind of the beauty of it, though. But it's like like a throwaway two minutes at the end. Like, oh, he had amnesia. He really was (laughs) a triangle. And he really is your uncle. Yay! So they do, like, the flash forward seven months. And... When they do the mamushka, I, like at, it, it was that moment watching it this time around. I was like, okay, there's a zero percent chance that this isn't actually Fester. First of all, what are the odds that there's another human being that looks like that? First of all, like let's take that into consideration. He's the palest person I have ever seen. With those type of black eyes, like that's ridiculous. It was clearly him from the gate. But let's. But that's fine. It's just I feel like that should have been more of a, like, a, like maybe do that reveal early on to the audience, but not the characters. You know. What yeah, I, mean? I think she the, the mom could have come like had some sort of a side with like the lawyer and like, 
oh no, this is not really my song, uh, whatever, but... It's kind of a subtle thing, though. Like, you can pick up on clues that he's, like, parts of it are coming back to him. Like, like, like the mamushka. Like, he knows how to do that dance. There's no, the fact that he's into the same thing the kids are into. Well, yeah. It's like... Well, I'm not saying it was, like, sprung on us. Yeah. I mean, you kind of know it. I just think it should have been a little bit more organized and not glossed over. A little less subtle is what you're saying. I'm cool with the subtlety as, if, as long as the reveal is, is a reveal. It's felt to me... That it wasn't a reveal. It was like they were watching the movie and be like, so it was somebody who, like whoever's editing was like, "Oh shit, we never actually told them that this was in yeah. fact the real festival." I agree with that. That's, and that's and, and they, they brought like. everybody in for like or, a, reshoot. a reshoot just to say, "Oh yeah, by the way, <laughs> yeah," because like they even go through. So he slowly starts to get a couple things back. He kind of like fits in with the family, and then the minute that he knows that that mamushka, I'm like. You must actually be faster in it. Your memories must actually be in there. Because nobody else just knows that dance. Yeah, they never taught him the, the dance. He just, yeah, he just he picks it up. knows it. No, you are faster. You know that like it's in your brain. And then the lightning bolt happens, and that's like the spark, the metaphorical and literal spark that like erases his amnesia. But then they just like, Oh, he, he did find him in a tuna net off the Bermuda, off of the Bermuda Triangle. Well, I mean, she yeah. says it earlier. She's like, I should have left you where I found you. Yes, and that's the other thing. Like, that isn't... I, I wish she had gone all the way there. Yeah, I mean... I wish she would have gone all the way and been like, you're not even really my son. And then Fessa could have been like, perfect, and drops the book. I don't need to be smacked over the head with it. I just think they went a little too subtle. Yeah. Fun fact about the book that he's holding. Hurricane Irene. Hurricane Irene. Does uh, anybody remember Hurricane Irene? Yeah, it wasn't in 91. It was not. Hurricane <laughs> Irene happened in 2011? Uh, 2011. Do they re- reuse hurricane names? They do. They do uh, sometimes. Is there also a famous book called Hurricane Irene? I, probably. Because that would make sense. That would make sense unless there are some crazy Nostradamus writers. If there's a book called Hurricane Irene, then damn the weather people for naming this Hurricane Irene. Because they ruined that book for so many people. <laughs> Hurricane Irene, actually, I mean, it, it was I'm going to Google it, but I'm only going to get results about the hurricane, I think. Hurricane Irene um, hit the year before Sandy hit. And around the same time, too. It was, like, exactly a year apart. And, like... Bad one. They thought it was going to They thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was. It, was. it wasn't good, but it wasn't nearly as bad. Like, Sandy was devastating. It was bad enough for me to remember the name. Because I normally don't remember yeah. the name. Sandy was devastating. Yeah. I remember Hurricane Irene because I was living in New Brunswick at the time. And my apart... I had just moved off campus. My off-campus apartment was not far from the river. And the river... The bank of the river was the street next to me. So, like, I walked out of my, like, apartment, and if I walked across the street to, like, grab breakfast or whatever, the Raritan River was that high up. So it had risen, like, 12 feet. It was crazy. There's many articles online saying, did Adam Stanley predict Hurricane Irene? No. No, they didn't. (laughs) Something else I didn't care for. I guess it's uh, good for the time, but, like, I just didn't appreciate it in 2018. Is it the fire... No, the music. I didn't care for, like, the rap. It seemed like there's, like, a couple of forced, like, rap scenes. Isn't it just that the credits? I don't remember the rap being in the actual movie. Yeah, I don't remember Well, they're, like, when Lurch is driving, he's listening to rap. There's another moment earlier in the movie where people are, like, think think Cousin It's listening to rap also. Yeah, Too Legit to Quit. Yeah. It felt out of place for it, but I guess... 
They're just I speaking, like the, speaking the to the time. So, yeah. I thought you were talking about like the overarching like Adams family sounding music, which I was like, no, that's fucking spot on. That's no. exactly what you need. I love the vault scene. Which one? The very first one. Where they actually go in the vault. When they actually get to go, when they physically get to the vault, because it was watching it. So you know this movie's ridiculous. You know this family's ridiculous. And from one, yeah, from one, you know it's fucking absurd. But watching that that whole series of events from walking through, like you essentially think that he walked through the bookcase. There's like a secret entrance, and then there's the vault right there. But that's not what it is at all. First, nope. he has to pull a thing, and then there's he goes a down slide. a slide, and then eventually you get to like one of those like weird Italian like regatta boats or whatever. Gondola. Gondola. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I said a cheese. I don't give a shit. Oh, no, Borgata is a boat race. Oh, Borgata is a boat race. Yeah. Borgata is a casino. Borgata is a... See? We're naming things. Yeah. But it's like underground. It's like aqueduct. And he's like singing Italian music as he's rowing around. (laughs) And then he gets to the room where he's like looking for like the video. He's telling Chester to find the brandy. And then another doorway opens and it's a whole nother fucking massive vault. Just full of doubloons. Full of doubloons. And just the set itself mirrored the absurdity of the movie and the family in such a unique way that I, I just really enjoyed it. Apparently there's a set amount of time you're allowed to spend in the doubloon vault because the it just spins around without him doing or touching anything. It's true. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. Grab as much as you can, hope it's enough to pay the bill. Plus he doesn't know how to stop it. Mm. Well, I mean, he definitely doesn't know how. I don't think he. Gomez might, you know. I don't think he really even understood how he turned it in the first place. He he opened one of fourteen brandy bottles, right? <laughs> so I feel if he ever got back to it, he would have figured it out. Yeah, I love their oversized cups. They're oh my god! Huge. Yes, <laughs> they, they don't have like any brandy. No. <laughs> They're so big. They no, no. They've got exactly the correct amount of brandy in them. Well, yeah, but in comparison, but to the size, it's size amazing. Of the cup. It's incredible. <laughs> it was so good. It's like one of the novelty ones you buy at Michael's. Fun fact, I actually just bought a I'm cup so like that. sorry. Unless you plan on filling it. No, no, no. I bought it like a coffee mug style one like that that I'm going like, to give to my dad for like Christmas because he drinks that much coffee. Nice. But it was essentially the same thing. I your dad to slow down a little. <laughs> no. That's just not possible. <laughs> All right. I did like the scene prior to that, too, where he's sitting at breakfast and he's like, ah, I think I'm going to explore the house today. I was like, no, no, we're going to the vault. And Fred's like, okay. That's exactly what I want to do anyway. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Going back to the night that Fester shows up at the house. So the seance. At, yeah, the seance scene happens. First of all, Grandma Grandma Adams, unsung hero of this movie. She's fucking hysterical every time she has a line to say. She doesn't have a ton of lines, but every time she speaks, she's fucking hysterical to me. I love the fact she's reading Grey's Anatomy and The Joy of Cooking. Yes. <laughs> So, the seance scene happens, you get the, the thing with, well, you get things squeezing the hand, and that's kind of funny, because it freaks her out. Yeah, that's cool. Fester shows up, they take Fester to the room. Before Fester shows up. Okay. You have one His of my name two... name is Gordon. So you have one of my two favorite scenes in the movie. Go ahead. Whenever they show the camera from Thing's perspective. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it looks really good. When it good. happens there, and when it happens when he's the courier, my two favorite scenes in the movie. I think that was a FedEx commercial for a couple of years, too. I believe it. Yeah. It's, like, such an out-of-place scene in the movie. Like, it's just... 
but I, it's just, it breaks it up nicely. And I'm, I'm not saying like, it's bad. It just it's it's so weird to see. Well, they they've never had to it. Yeah, they've never had to work, and now they actually need to make money. So it's like, it's funny that Thing is the one that's pulling gets himself up by his bootstrap right? and getting a job, because again, he's, somebody he's had to a hire hand. a, a hand. floating hand. How, hand. how did he interview? Sign language. Uh, yeah, or Morse code. I know Morse code. He just, seems to know both. Or just a series of notes. That too. Once Fester gets into the room and Morticia comes in and starts like helping him unpack, Trollbar. I think it's hysterical because cyanide, Fester. You know we wouldn't run out. All of these things, Fest Gordon is freaking out about. Like, oh my god, they're gonna get onto me before I even start. No, these are things that every Adams family member packs to go to an overnight trip because this he's makes an Adams. Perfect yes. sense, but like again. He, he doesn't know, know that. I know, but that's another one of the subtle hints. Yeah. and But, like, the fact that the camera, the way that the camera is, is facing in that scene, they're not looking at each other, so you're seeing Morticia's very straightforward, like, yes, this makes sense that you have a, a thing of dynamite. Yeah, and then him nervously grabbing them. Yeah, from behind her, like... Nope. Nope. Oh, there's a couple of, of moments of cinematography in this that are really, really smart that I really appreciated, that being one of them. I think the hotel scene is slightly underrated. I feel like people kind of yeah. like lose interest in the movie yeah, after they lose their fortune. Yeah, it seems like I, I, at that point I'm like, all right, let's get to the end. Yeah, because but if you actually sit down and watch what's happening in like the hotel room, it's actually again some of the funniest shit happens. Talk, going back to Grandma Adams and her hilarity. Oh, catching dinner. Yeah, that was good. When she just busts in the door, dinner's gonna be late, and closes yeah. the door again. And then you hear the dog bark. I thought that I, I'm literally sitting in my classroom. There's another teacher teaching literacy in my room at the period, like during this period. I laughed out loud. I laughed out loud, and all of my students looked at me and like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, nothing. I'm. It's, it's a funny scene. It's just like at that point in the movie, you're thinking the Adams are coming back to like the final confrontation, and this is going to be like the end scene. Like here we go, this is this is where it all where it's all going to go down. Yeah, and we're going to have a little bit of resolution, and then we're going to have end credits. But it's kind of like it almost does. No, they add the the whole motel part uh, aspect of it. You think it's all going to go down that night, and it's just not oh. the case. Yeah, they yeah they end up spending a bunch of time in the hotel, and I feel like the judge's character is kind of shoehorned in there. Yeah, it's like... And they set him up with the golf balls because he hates them. Mm-hmm. They at he, least bring it back. Also, he's also the auctioneer, right? Yes. That's a pretty funny yeah. scene. <laughs> 20000 They don't understand how auctions work. <laughs> $60,000 to the guys that donated it? <laughs> they were party favors at his third birthday party. He wore it for a year. Mother had to teach him how to eat with his feet. When... Gomez is like wasting away in the hotel room and he's watching the daytime television show. So is Jesse Raphael. Oh my god. Hi, Sally. Mr. Adams, I can't tell you this enough times. We're not going to tell you where they meet on Wednesdays. <laughs> well, we don't know where they meet. <laughs> well, whatever it is. You want to go for a drive? And Miss Gilligan? <laughs> it's just such a turn and it's so much fun. Your husband's a, a loafer? <laughs> a self some whatever dreamer not anymore <laughs> <laughs> not the way he used to be the side moments with Wednesday nearly killing Pugsley at every turn 
I've okay. Are they like immortal? Because he's she's electrocuting Pugsley for like a, a right. lot. Like I don't know. Can they die? Or are they just like? There's got to weird... be some sort of like mystic thing going yeah, on. Yeah, there. there has to be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they play Wake the Dead at the end of the movie. Wake the Dead. <laughs> no children, you have to dig. It's half the fun. Will you be on my team, Uncle Fester? Pugsley dresses up as Fester for Halloween. Oh, right. So good. Two skulls and a thigh bone for each of you. Go. I don't know how you keep scoring Wake the Dead, so I assume that's good. I suppose so. I'm, I'm bewildered by their whole, all of their family traditions. They're of. just walking around, passing the dead relatives. Wake up! <laughs> <laughs> Fun game, guys. The party scene is a little wild, too. The party scene's the, great. The, uh, the cousin, the, the hunchback cousin that's dancing with Wednesday. Well, I'm not Lurch. Oh, what's his name? Something Adams. Yeah. There's this... Lumpy. W- it's Lumpy. 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 That's right. <laughs> he's... The way he dances, he's yeah. like... Destroying Wednesday. It's just like... <laughs> he's like... Just like... They're not actually dancing. They're, he's just turning her in and out in different directions. So she's like... Turning out this way. And then spinning and turning out the opposite way. Like, that's all that they're doing. They ask her to go find Fester. She like runs out of the room. She's like, thank you. <laughs> God... Usually I hate chores, but thank God for this one. Lumpy was tearing my spine apart. <laughs> Lumpy wanted to make my spine look like his spine. Oof. It's messed up, Corey. Yeah, I know. It's a little weird, like, tiptoes around, like, them being inbred in this, too. You, did nobody else notice that? No. No, not really. Thought that crest yeah, I never looked, I never read into that. It, it's just the way that all of the cousins look at Morticia, and the brothers look at Morticia. I guess that's... She has to be out of the family. She is, right? she is yeah. I guess yeah. She's out of the family, so it's fine. She's so. a shiksa. I don't know if I'm using that right. She's not really. She looks like all of them. Yeah, they all look the same. What's the name of the actor that plays a lawyer? That's uh, he's definitely Dan Hedaya. Yeah, he's like Hedaya. a major that guy. That guy that's in everything. Isn't he the dad in Corky Romano? Yeah, that's what I thought of when I saw him. The dad? No, that's Peter Falk. Damn it. But yeah, I've definitely seen that guy in a bunch of stuff. <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, Dan Hedaya. I know he's in a few episodes of Cheers. He's Carla's ex-husband. He's in Searching for Bobby Fisher. He's in The Usual Suspect. Uh, is he the... Is he the he's the cop 15. in The Usual Suspects, isn't he? Yeah, uh, Jeff Rabin? I think Jeff Rabin. I don't know. 139 acting credits. Good for him. Yeah. He's been around for a while. He works. This guy works. Well, he, well, he's that guy, you know. Like he's, he's he's that, that guy, like Joey Pants. Another that Joey guy. Pants. He does a lot of one episode guest stars on shows. <laughs> yes, he's in Swim Fan. He's in Shaft. It's the Shaft. Is he also in the Shaft? He's in a movie called The Shaft as well as Shaft. That's incredible. That's You've, you've done your job. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's... Isn't he the nightclub owner? He's Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, yeah, he's the nightclub owner, right. Yes. right? He's the dad in Night at the Roxbury. That's, that's, what, I, dad that's what I was thinking of. Yep. He's an alien? I knew it was a Chris Kattan movie where he's the dad. Dad, can you, can you call this one off? Like, yes. No. Oh. Good one, dad. <laughs> My dad already paid the caterer. Steve <laughs> Ransom? This is all sorts of good shit. Steve, it's your wedding day. Don't end up the bridesmaids. What's up? Come here, Alvin. You from out of town? Is that Eva Mendez? No. In Night of the I don't think so. It looks like it. It does look like her. Ooh, that's a good pull if it is. I don't. Th- I think she's a little 
too young for that. Maybe, but for some reason, I think it is her. I don't think so. Well, that would be a great pull if it is. It is. Wow. Yes. Wow. Go for Joe. Hell yeah. I know her from one of the Children of the Corn movies. It's like the first time I saw her. That's the movie she made the same year right before. <laughs> so right, it. Right. Uh, you didn't even do favorites. Favorite, least favorite. I did my favorite. <laughs> and my least favorite. So how about that? Well, how about you label them for us? All right, favorite is the Thing Perspective Camera. Least thing Cam. Thing Cam, there you go. Least favorite, I guess, is the random um, rap music that's played throughout. I just, I don't know, it just struck me the wrong way. He doesn't love it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my favorite is the Going to the Vault. I really, really enjoyed that. Um... That or anytime anybody in this movie has a sword in their hand, I also really enjoy that. There's so much, many times, but like they're always good. Nice, every time, nice, totally. Every time somebody is fencing, I'm enjoying it. Uh, least favorite is the fact that they didn't give the fact that fake Uncle Fester is in fact the real Uncle Fester. I wish they had given me that a little <laughs> bit more. Joseph? I mean, my favorite is 100% easily the Mamushka. That's yeah, the best scene in it this whole movie. It's so scene. fun. And my least favorite is really... I don't think it's dumb. I think you guys are probably going to think it's dumb. My least favorite part of this entire movie is the fact that the mother in the con decides to be a German doctor. Why? When you could just be a doctor. Yeah. Why did you have to add that layer? These people don't know you. Why did you become German? Did you want to do an accent that badly? I don't. That's fair. <laughs> it just bothers me. And again, this isn't the movie's fault, but one of the things I don't like about this movie is I kept thinking of Adam's Family Values, I kept thinking of Casper. The mm. plot of Casper is like very, <laughs> very similar, similar to this. Which one came out first? This. That's for sure. So then suck it, Casper. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I guess I've seen Casper more recently. I definitely haven't. I I think that the, the only other major plot point problem that I have with this movie comes after you see exactly how many doubloons that he has. He's got so many. He's got so many. A guy that has that many doubloons isn't worried about waiting till the next quarter to do new business. Oh. He's just setting up the offshore account. It's the rule. I get like, that that might quarter. be... I just that if like, you could turn calendar pages that fast, Corey. You'd wait to the next quarter. You too. can do whatever you want. God, you I guess. Uh, just to me, it's like this. This movie doesn't happen if he sets up the offshore account. Well, of course not. What's the exchange rate on doubloons? Because like he gives a lot to Tully for a month's expenses. Yeah, they live. Well, they have a lot of expenses. <laughs> they seemingly live a very extra- extravagant life just because they live they in like pay like a re- dungeon reparations and damages to the people they maim. Honorable, so honorable for favorite moment is all the stop signs in Pugsley's room. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> when he first brings it down and they hear the crash, I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. They're like, wait <laughs> for it, wait for it. <laughs> but just seeing... Pugsley, like, good man. Good man. In, in, in his bedroom, he has like 50 stop signs. Yeah, this is what he does. Kids a maniac. <laughs> yeah, they are. Well, that's it. That's one of the biggest <laughs> ironies about her Halloween costume. I'm a homicidal maniac. They look like everybody else. No, but you are actually a homicidal maniac. And they look like you. <laughs> Sometimes. It's fucking hysterical. It is fun. Alright, let's stone this bitch. Stoning it. I guess I'll go first. Sure. I feel like I'm going to give it the highest score anyway. Mm-hmm. I like this movie. I was actually excited to watch it again, despite having seen it a month ago. Not like super excited, mind you, but I didn't mind it. And if this was a bad movie, I would definitely have minded watching it twice in a month. 
So, I think the Adams Family deserves four stones. I like the acting in it, particularly Raul, Julia, and Christopher Lloyd. Everyone else is good, too. Cousin Ed is weird. How come they can understand him and I can't? But I can't get into this right now. Yeah, we don't have that kind of time. So, yeah, four stones from me. I will go to Corey next. I can neither confirm nor deny that you're going to be the highest, but you're not going to get one that's much lower than that from me. This movie is perfectly fine. It is something I will watch again. This is the quintessential movie where I'm like, it's good. It could be a three-stone movie, but if I'll watch it again, I'll give it that extra stone. Uh, I will definitely watch this movie again. Every time it's on during the 31 Days of Halloween. Yeah, I gotta watch this every October. Freeform or ABC Family, whatever the fuck it's calling itself this month. I think it's still Freeform. Good. I will probably watch this movie. At least some of it. I'll stop for a little bit. At least. This gets four stones for me. Sequel, take us home. What's the channel called now? Freeform? I think it's Freeform. Freeform, ABC Family, Fox Family, the Family Channel. That's what's been spin throughout the years. Really? Yeah, yeah, it used to be called Family Channel, and then it became Fox Family. I don't remember the Family Channel. Fox Blood, it was Fox Fox Family. I don't remember that either. I only remember ABC Family and then Freeform. Yeah, yeah, then Fox sold it to ABC, it became ABC Family, and now recently it changed over to Freeform. Originally, when when, when the channel first became a thing, when we were, I guess, in high school... No, uh, younger than that. When we were younger Yeah, than I was like elementary school age watching wow. the Family Channel. They had good cartoons on there, man. Yeah, they had good cartoons. They always had the 31 Days of Halloween, and it was always really good. And I think they had, they had they do something similar for Christmas. 25 Days of Christmas. And they had the Super, Super Mario Brothers Super Show on it. Mm. I love that show, <laughs> but it's not at all good. No, it's not at all yeah. good. It was cool when I was a kid and I didn't understand what was going on. It was just Mario running around. Do yourself so a it. favor and watch the outro to that show on YouTube. Cat with Captain Lou Albano? No, like the, the, the dance at the end. Like, okay. just and try not to laugh. Like, I saw it and took me completely by surprise. Challenge. I was dying for minutes and on end. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Good luck. I hope you laugh. Anyway, this movie is too one note for me. I'm just, I'm just going to give it three stones. It's just... I don't know. I think the second one's better, and I kept getting confused with Casper. It's it's, <laughs> it's my own fault, but uh, it's not bad, but it's not great either. Right in the middle, three stones. Those are our ratings for Adam's Family. I forgot to explain how that goes, but, you know, the scale is one to six. And then we'll give it six and a gauntlet. So we don't have to worry about explaining that. There you go. Yep. That is our coverage of the Adams Family. We don't know what we're going to be doing next time. We're going to figure that out soon, so... It's as much a surprise to us as it is to you. So tune in for a new episode next week. Or it's already up, depending on how late you listen to these. So if you want to let us know what the exchange rate for doubloons to U.S. dollars is, you can send us the complicated math that I won't read, and I'll just skip to the bottom and figure out how much it is by sending us an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. You can send, uh, if you know how to do Morse code, send us a Morse code message on Twitter. At ZTH Podcast. It's going to be so confusing. <laughs> It'll just be a series of pyramids and dashes. It's not that bad. If you know uh, the Mamushka, take a video of that and send that to us on Instagram. Please. At ZTH Podcast. Yes, please. We're begging you. CleverMoviePunFacebook.com slash ZTH Podcast or search for us, Zeros Talking Heroes, in Facebook. Clever Movie Pun is not part of the URL. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure, sure everyone knows there's not a new Facebook out there. There might be. That's true. <laughs> there could be. If you can dream it, it's there. Right. And find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all the places that allow reviews and ratings for podcasts. We're on there. 
Give us a five stars if you're enjoying the show and you want to leave a review. We would love to have a review to read. That'd be great. If not, you know, we'll live, but uh. life's better with a review. So thank you for tuning in, and on behalf of everyone else, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. The Addams Family is definitely someone's. I always say goodnight. I feel like most people listen to this during the day. Yeah, it's true. So we brought that up to you in the past. Yeah. You say we record at night, so I say goodnight. We do, we do. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I was thinking about it today, and I should change it up. All right. Have a nice day. Enjoy right. your day. That seemed very forced. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the audience that. Remember, <laughs> every movie is somebody's favorite movie. Out of family is definitely one of them. I hate I you. Hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> <laughs>